At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. From time to time, politicians come up with something that leaves almost everyone scratching their heads and wondering how this idea made it off the table. Like, how did this get out the door and into the public? But Charlie Angus, the NDP MLA from BC, got in front of a bunch of microphones and cameras earlier this week and proudly told Canadians about this great idea that he'd come up with. This is why I'm so proud to stand here today to state that the time has come to ban all oil and gas advertising. The big tobacco moment has finally arrived for big oil. Yeah, you heard right. Charlie Angus wants us to ban advertising for oil and gas. He doesn't want anybody saying anything nice about oil and gas. Now, you know, if you and I said something about oil and gas, I don't think that's a problem. He's talking more about advertising campaigns, just like they did back for big tobacco in the 1990s. The bill will make it illegal for big oil and gas lobby and the gas lobby or their front groups or paid influencers to falsely promote the burning of fossil fuels as a benefit to the public. The legislation will make it illegal to falsely claim that the use of one fuel fossil fuel pro- product is somehow better than another fossil fuel product uh, in improving the environment. And this legislation will target advertising that falsely claims that oil and gas are having a positive impact on the global economy. Now, I'm sure Charlie Angus thought this was a good idea. He might still think it's a good idea, but not a lot of other people do, (laughs) at least the reaction that I've seen. And that includes our next guest, uh, Adam Pankratz, a lecturer at the University of British Columbia's Sauter School of Business. Adam, thank you for being here today. I appreciate it. My pleasure, Shane. Nice to be back. Um, This is, as, uh, as the great Cosmo Kramer would say, Cookie talk, isn't it? I mean, this is this is this is nuts. It, the the bill and the idea are full of all kinds of false equivalencies and and frankly crazy ideas. When when I first heard about it, I I honestly thought that can't be true. Charlie yeah, Angus yeah. is not even Charlie Angus, right? And he's generally somewhat of a sensible guy, whether you agree with his politics or not. And this was just right out of left field. So I went and read the bill. And couldn't believe what I was reading. Um, I mean, it starts off, like you said there, with the allusion to tobacco, mm-hmm. um, which is totally erroneous. I mean, tobacco companies lied. This bill will make it illegal to tell the truth yeah. about fossil fuels, just a truth that um, that Charlie Angus and others may not like. But, for example, one, one explicitly banned uh, um, piece of information, and he mentioned it in the clip that you played up yeah. front there, is that saying that one fossil fuel burns cleaner than another. So you can't say that natural gas burns cleaner than oil. Well, that's just true. It does. <laughs> that's just a scientific fact, right? You can't say that natural gas is better than coal. Therefore, we want Canada wants to export natural gas to Asia to replace coal-fired electricity plants, which are what the majority are in China, and that that would have a beneficial effect on greenhouse gases globally. That is a scientific fact, right? Yeah. And this this bill would um, would make saying that illegal. And it's just it's just a, a sad statement on where the debate on fossil fuels has gone. That even stating facts now 
is is apparently not desirable. And, and Adam, he's not like this bill will never pass. I don't think we have to be worried about. It. But what he's proposing, I mean, he's talking about putting people in jail for, as you say, speaking the truth. I mean, this this bill carries some pretty serious penalties. The, the proposed penalties for um, for, for uh, running afoul of this bill are $1.5 million and two years in jail as a maximum. Now, again, like you say, it's it's almost 0% chance that this is going to pass, but it tells you where the debate yeah. on fossil fuels is going and what the intent is of people who are so vehemently opposed to it, right? There, there's a total lack of recognition of the importance of the energy sector, not just to, you know, generally the Canadian economy and I believe to reducing greenhouse gases in the short term and medium term, but also, you know, I was listening to your weather forecast. I think that's relatively warm, minus eight in uh, Edmonton at this time of year. But, um, you know, you need energy. You you need energy. And and the the constant discussion that energy is only a a bane on on society and the world well, you know, that's just not true. Like, you, you look at rich countries, um, energy, you use a lot of energy. Those also tend to be countries that are um, much more closely associated with democracy. There's lots of links I can, I can make that show some fossil fuels and energy and the need for energy. Um, a is not going away. And B has had a huge impact in improving the lives of people around the world. It's not this. It's not this evil thing that that ruins people's lives. Quite the opposite. I think you make an interesting point, an important point about where the conversation around this has gone. And I always say extremism is extremism, and I don't care what it is that you're talking about. And it's damaging because you can't have a conversation when you're coming from an extreme point of view like this one. But I think you know the fact that this is you know a private member's bill. You're right. I mean, talk more about where you think we've seen the conversation conversation around this go into crazy town where you can't even have a conversation anymore well i think what has happened is that you know the oil and gas companies um in years previous didn't always do themselves a lot of favors and um and there's a reason um some you know they they have earned some of the reputation in the past uh with regards to first nations or the environment right that they they didn't always do a good job that's not true anymore and any responsible and smart company who wants projects to get through and wants to develop resources they uh are engaging with society and first and first nations up front uh that's the first thing they do to to indicate what the benefit is going to be and extract it in a responsible way and the response what we've seen happen is that not that oh you know if you're doing it in a better way and you're you're making your case more persuasively that maybe you know if I, if I were initially against it I'm I'm now interested in listening where the conversation of opposition has gone is quite clearly to just well no we we don't want fossil fuels at all any development is no good and if you're not saying that I'm not interested in listening and and that like you say is an extreme position that simply is nonsensical you know I, I haven't said this for a little while but you know we know what the world looks like if you just cut fossil fuels and what that world looks like is the first two weeks or first months of covid in 2020 fossil fuel demand cratered the price of yep. oil went to negative 40 dollars a barrel well that is the world if you eliminate fossil fuels from one day to the next so 
I don't think anybody is it, views that as desirable. And so what we're trying to work through, anyone who, who um, believes that we should move, and I've said many times, yeah, let's move to renewables. Yeah. That is a very desirable goal. Who wouldn't be for that? But this is going to take time. Yes. It's going to take time, and that timeline is going to be measured not in years, but in decades. Yeah, We've and- been addicted to oil for over 100 years and it's going to take time to get off that. And natural gas ultimately probably is going to be the way, but it's going to take time. Yeah, and the all or nothing conversations are, are it's like you say, it's just, you can't even start. There, there's not even a starting point there and it doesn't make sense. It's not realistic. So you inject something like this into the conversation and it's just a matter of, wow, it's really hard to believe. But like you say, it won't go anywhere. I, that, that's probably the good news of it. But you're right to say it's a little alarming that it got this far. It, it is indeed, and you know, it strikes me. Uh, you know, one another thing I'd say about this it strikes me is, you know, the NDP and Charlie Angus talk incessantly about, you know, reconciliation with First Nations, and there seems to be a total lack of recognition that there is absolutely nothing that offers the opportunity for economic reconciliation with First Nations. Um, like the energy industry and the natural resources industry does. And and if you are, um, and there's lots of First Nations who are making this point, and that's the other crazy thing about this bill, like a First Nations uh, 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 chief or um, business person who w- made would make the case that, hey, this is going to make our, um, our nation richer and this, we're for this, that would be illegal, right? And um, this is just wild that, you know, p- people who do talk incessantly about needing to do things for First Nations are also intent on closing off the largest economic opportunity that they have. And, and it's just wild that we've ended up into such a, a myopic, one-sided and and uh, and, and a debate where nobody, where the one side just refuses to listen to anything yeah. they don't like to hear. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. Adam, thanks so much. Unfortunately, i got to move on, but I do appreciate your time. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much. Always a pleasure.